Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sandbox, and we finally have a correct setup. Let's yeah, go. It is so yeah. nice to finally hold the mics in our own hands. <laughs> I can finally lean back. Yeah, and yeah, Sean doesn't really have to, you know, me. doesn't have to lean into the mic to uh -huh. to be able to hear him. Like, yeah. right Broken, just sit back and chill. Yeah, we we uh, had two mics in the first episode. We'd like to uh, apologize Wait, to everybody. That's that's mic three. Okay, yeah, you might want to meet that one. Yeah, it's still working out the. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want it to like be all still working and out shit. the king. So just you know, just a, some friendly banter. You know, we we got the logo set up. You know, I yeah. you know we got a logo. We got a Spotify account set up, and I I plan to create a YouTube channel once you know you put some three videos. You know, uh, that's kind of the plan. Is that we want to kind of get like a small like sample size of kind of like what's to come, like having three. Uh, episodes with just us in it, you know, and then we're gonna go to guests, which I'm uh, I'm excited to have some conversations. So, how are you guys doing? Um, well, today, I think I feel like my mic is too quiet. Which one? It's all the way up, pretty much. Yeah, you're good. Just um, yeah. all right. So today, I feel like you know, I'm sick, so I'm not feeling oh, the best, but you know, it's all right. I'm pushing through the day, uh, and of course, it's getting colder outside it, it's sprinkling right now so i'm gonna be a wreck by the time i get to fifth period talking about fifth period i got a fucking district assessment today so that's not too great for me <laughs> did y'all see that snow i did oh, see yeah, the snow I, I, I slept through it bro let me tell you bro i was going through it bro oh man i will get into it this episode Should I hop in the snow bro yeah. bro yeah. over by me it wasn't even snow it was just slush Live yeah, Mobile. Yeah, no, it was more towards uh like San Bernardino. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. it was snowing up on the the hills over there and yeah. everything like the, all, all the hills, hills by me. Covered with snow right now. Yeah, I seen all that and I was like, damn, that's cool. And then it was like over by my house, but it was just like it was like sludge, you know, just like Kona ice, ice. <laughs> Kona ice, discount Kona ice. Edible though. Was it edible? I don't know. I didn't eat it. That's crazy. Shut up. All right. Well, you know. Hope you guys are ready for a Monday of, I'm just going to talk about, like I said in the first episode, this is really a therapy session to me. And so, um, and we're also giving the constructive criticism to have a topic. And so, you know, just to get people right in, I promise tomorrow's episode will be better. But this week's episode, uh, I really wanted to talk about um, loss and, and depression. And I didn't want to just bring this up randomly, um, but over the weekend, I did lose my grandpa. Um which is very unfortunate. He he died in his sleep. Uh, he went to the hospital. Um, dude was a tough son of a like, like bro, bro went through a heart attack at seventy and decided nah, I ain't going out like that, <laughs> and continued to live for like another six months, bro. Like he was, he was one of my one of the best people that I looked up to. Um, extremely knowledgeable. He was a walking dictionary. That's the best way you could describe Just him. Just straight He's up spewing wisdom. Absolutely. He, he knew everything. Like, you'd ask him, hey, where did this, like, bowl come from? And he'll talk about how... You said bowl? Like a bowl. A, a cup, bro. A, a fucking mug. And, and he'll be like, oh... Like made in China? Yeah, in the 1930s, Hungary, you know, took it and was transported by China. And it was just, like, just some random shit. And it was just, like, he was just super knowledgeable, super wise, super strong. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really going to miss him. Um, I'm, I'm doing okay. now. I know I talked to you personally on the phone call. I wasn't even meaning to talk about that. Um, 
But, dude, I, I woke up to my dad telling me I didn't have to go to school. And I was just like, fuck, okay, what happened? And then he said, you know, I got something to tell you. Mm. Strike two. And then he said, you might want to sit down. That's strike three. I already knew what it was at this point. And um, and I see my mom crying. And that's that's everyone who's been through this, like been through a type of loss or, or been through, you know, losing somebody that they love. But for me, I was okay. Like, I took a moment of silence for sure. But to see my mom, like, cry, oh, man, dude, that really cuts deep. Yeah, man, it fucking cuts deep, and um, and I know it hurt her a lot. And um, can I just say, like, oh well, fuck, but uh, I just failed a test second period, um, because we were supposed to read a book. It was for English, and um, just know, you know, I, I'm, I've reached a, like a state where I'm just like I'm really tired. I'm, I'm, I'm really tired, and I'm not. And I'm not saying this from a place of like senioritis. I'm saying like at one point I was in love with the grind and at this point I'm I'm more in love with the with the result. But the result hasn't really come, you know? I you get sucked out of being like productive or being sucked out because when, when you hit that realization of like, bro, what am I what am I working for? And the fact that you have that thought, then you're like, well, well, what have I actually gotten from this? <laughs> and when I look back, I'm just like, yeah, I was that dude, straight A's, you know, yada, yada. I was a shitty person. I had, you know, I was a fucked up person, um, annoying as hell. You know, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. You know, I, I posted this yesterday in my close friend story just because I don't really believe in like, this is just me personally. I don't believe in posting stuff on your public stuff regarding, like, things that are really bothering you in terms of, like, things pertaining to you, like, personal stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to my, you know, to my public story and be like, hey, uh, you know, I want to kill myself. Like, I, you know. Too, that, many, too many people. It's too many people. And I, I've always just been like, you know. God, I just want the people who actually care about me and who who I love to know what's going on with me, you know. And that's that might be selfish, but I feel as though that I feel as though that it's just like if I'm really going through something, I want people who I know are really gonna give a fuck to know. No one else needs to know, you know. And that's why I always said, like, you know, (laughs) if if my parents are listening or if whoever is listening, coaches or whatever, I've always told my friends or you know people who have asked because you know we all we all going through something i always told them if i ever was to kill myself in all seriousness nobody would know nobody would know until after the fact i wouldn't tell nobody i wouldn't post nothing i wouldn't i wouldn't send a a letter i wouldn't you know i'll just go because when you're in that state of mind that you are really ready to leave and you feel like your life has no no value. The last thing that I ever would think about would be to include anybody else in that. You know, I, I just want it to be I'm there and I'm gone. And, you know, 
I don't know. It's just it's. I I know it's a fucked up. It's like very fucked up. Like I know, I know this is probably not the biggest topic that you know people want to talk about. But I I've, I've genuinely been going through it, and it's like I find it really hard to keep you know my emotions in. And then so like I said, this is this is therapy to me, and so. You know, the difference between me talking about it here and me talking about it on like an Instagram story is that, you know, people can actually hear my voice. You know, people can really we can talk about it, have a conversation rather than me just being like, hey, guys, look at me. I'm depressed and suicidal. Like, I don't know. I just feel as though that, you know, shit's just getting tough and I just don't want it. I don't want it to seem like I'm asking for attention. I feel like I want to clarify that. If anyone, everyone deals with the, you know, their pain their own way. And I don't want to tell anybody that this is how you should do it or yada yada. I want to make that very clear right now. Like, I want to clarify. I have nothing against anybody who does that or yada yada. I'm just speaking as for like me personally. I feel as though it's just like I'd rather have an intimate conversation rather than, you know, just posting it because I feel like for me, it takes away, you know, the value of what I'm saying or or it can be misconstrued as a, you know, as a reach for attention, you know, rather than a call for help, which is why I only talk to the people, you know, who's close to me, I guess. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's really understandable. That. I mean, you know, I lost my grandpa, like, back in 2020. Um it's not easy, like, whatsoever. It's really not easy. Uh, especially, like, seeing how it affects the people around you. Like, that was my my mom's dad. And she had lost her sister Same. years before that. Same. So, um, you know, it's just, it's really, it's really not easy seeing the people that you care about, like, break down like that. And the fact that you got to go through it, too, doesn't help either. So, you're just trying to balance between keeping your emotions in check and you know looking out for other people which is definitely difficult but it's also something that just has to happen i guess especially especially for us since we're like guys we've got to like look out for other people more you know what i'm saying no like we just got to be there and like i don't know like not shut off your emotions but basically just not reveal them as much which I mean, I don't really have a problem with because I'm not trying to tell the whole world how I'm feeling. Like, like you said, I'm trying to tell close friends and family and everybody that like what I'm feeling. But you know, other than that, it's like, you know, I'm not trying to announce it. Yeah, and and real quick, Nishan, I know you wanna wanna talk. Like, we're also not saying like men have to be constricted to dealing with pain this way. Yeah, I'm no. just we're just saying like. In our own personal experiences, this is just the way that we deal with it. And I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, dude, you know how fucked up it is, the fact that I was still going to go to school? I, I was still going to go to school and act like nothing happened. Yeah. I really was. The work don't stop. Like, I, I, I've been telling, you know, like when we were doing the movie, like, I got in a car accident and then I still came to school. <laughs> and then in his busted car yeah my busted car my back my rear car the rear of my car was like folded in and i told nishan work don't stop i don't say that you know i don't say that to be hard i don't say that because it sounds cool like like you know the one thing i know is no one can ever challenge my work ethic when i really care about something and when i really have a goal 
And I say that because it's just that's actual life for me. You know, when I got to get the work done, when I got to get, you know, the job done, I get it done. The work don't stop. And so it's just so fucked up. Like looking back, the fact that I was still going to go to school. I was going to say, you know what? I, 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 you know, y'all are going to deal with it. You know, I, but I still got work to do. I still got to go to school. That's that's insanity. That is crazy. That is the state in which school has gotten. And and people will find out very quickly, like, you know, a lot of people hate school. I, I genuinely am at a place now where I just, I hate school. I hate school so much. And I don't hate knowledge. I don't hate learning. And I'm not saying school is invaluable. But the fact that I was willing to let my parents grieve on their own, like, in terms of just being like, look, you know, we lost somebody, but I still got to do school. That's literally the mindset I was in. That is crazy. That that human life is being trumped. For school. For school. That's crazy. That is insanity. And I had to really check myself. And when you say, like, you got to look out for, you know, people, my mom was crying. And she asked for a hug, which is crazy to me that she felt the need that she had to ask for a hug. Yeah. Rather than just hugging me. Yeah. And as I'm hugging her, she's literally crying in my arms and telling me, please stay home. That broke me. That broke me. Dude, I... I, It hit in the the inside, like your Mm -hmm. soul, like your heart. Like that experience, that that shattered me. That, That... any walls that I had up were were taken down in that very moment, you know, and I, and I cried, you know, for sure. But seeing my mom that way and, and just like pleading for me to stay home, that'll, that'll forever live in my mind. I don't think I'll ever be able to forget that. Mm. And it's like, man, like that's crazy. That school is like fucking warped my mind so much that, that, that that school nearly took priority over family, and that's insanity. I'm sorry, you know, if you value school and yada yada, by all means do. And, you know, school definitely is, is you know, has a purpose and is valuable and, you know, helps a lot of people. And, you know, and it is important to go to college in the future. But, but if you're putting school over family, if you're putting school over human life, I would highly suggest you take a step back and really look at what matters you know i miss a day i miss a day of school and i'm backed up on work for about a week in reality with with what i have if i miss one day of school i have at least four days worth of work that doesn't fucking matter i can't get back my grandpa i can't bring back those moments i can't buy more time with him life is you know, it's here and it's gone. And you have to cherish and value every moment because, you know, <laughs> you, you can't just go to go to school the next day. Like, you can't just say, oh, Grandpa passed away. I'll see him tomorrow. It doesn't work that way. Once someone's gone, they're gone. And it's just like, it's... Nah, I've been talking too much, Nisran. Go for it, man. Oh, you go for it. Uh, I just wanted to say what Rich said. He says you got to find a balance between taking care of yourself and taking care of other people because that's what we do is we look out for other people. But when it gets to a point where you're like, 
I'm not even worrying about myself anymore. Like, I'm 90% other people, 10% me. I'm not sleeping that much. Um, I'm grinding schoolwork. Like, I don't have a life. At that point, bro, you, you have to realize that. You, you have to say, I need to take time for myself. I need to stay home from school. I need to eat better. I need to work out. Like, do things that will improve your physical health and mental health if you find that all of that is being dedicated towards helping other people. Yeah. Because then you yourself, you're losing value. You're boosting these other people's values, thinking that you're going to go through thick and, thick and thin for them. My fault. I stuttered a little bit. You're going to no, go through go, thick and go. thin for them, and you're always going to be there for them, and you're not there for yourself. Put yourself as priority, dude. Don't don't put don't put nobody else above yourself. First and foremost, you can take care of other people. I'm not saying don't look out for other people. Your moms, your pops, your friends, you can do that. But if you find that your mental health is struggling, it, especially if it gets to a point where your physical health is struggling, mm -hmm. take a step back and, and look out for yourself. Yeah, I would agree wholeheartedly on that. <laughs> You really just need to you need to see what you value. Yeah, you know, you yeah. need to put yourself like first and like I don't know. Like you do. You you don't wanna sacrifice your own well being for the benefit of someone yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. Twenty four seven. Yeah. One time, two times, once every couple uh, every couple days probably. But if that's like your life is sacrificing your own for someone else's that's not worth it it's only hurting yourself yeah and it's you know taking care of yourself doesn't just mean like you know having those mental talks with yourself it means like treating yourself to things that you would probably do during your childhood you know like yeah. just anything that makes you happy or like pushes you towards your goal is what's really important you know you don't want to do like i don't know like, you don't want to do too much to the point where you're just, like, breaking yourself down. But you don't want to do too little to the point where you're not doing anything to, to help yourself. So you really, like I said earlier, you really need to find that balance. And really, it's just a balance between everything. Like, just yourself, your family, your work. Just completely everything. Yeah, no, I, I agree. <laughs> like, as... And, and, you know, I, it's, it's on Monday, right? So this is kind of a very, like, damn. Like, we starting the week off with this, but I feel like it was so necessary. Last night, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep at all. I, I tried to go to sleep multiple times. And, you know, you know, we, we, we keep it real on this podcast, but, you know, not no, no point to being decent. But, you know, if you know, you know, like, what you doing at night time to go to sleep. Like you you know what you're doing, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but those guys know. Uh, no, no, for sure. But the thing is though is that I, I really, you know, are scrolling through like TikTok or um Instagram or yada yada, like I really noticed how much I've grown addicted to it. I've gotten addicted to social media, to Instagram, to the algorithm you know, and that's something that I know that I'm going to need to work on to, to get out of my system because 
you know, all the you know, I remember as a little kid, I was just like, man, they just they just don't want us on our phones that much. But mm-hmm. like, like when listening to doctors being like, hey, this is an actual problem. Like, you know, you're giving these kids these serotonin boosts, you know, through the social media, you know, and then uh, eventually they're not going to be able to, you know, produce it or whatever for, you know, normal shit. Right. And I noticed that, like, it's become a crutch for me, like, because I wasn't finding happiness in, in school and I wasn't finding value or purpose in life. And I was just lacking so much. I I had turned to social media to get that serotonin boost. Same thing with, you know, you know, what, you know, at nighttime, yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. the 12 a.m. sessions, we'll call it. Um, sessions. It's the sessions is crazy. <laughs> um, but it's all the same thing. It's all just getting that serotonin high you know that that feeling of happiness you know of real happiness and it's just like it's a serious problem like and i'm like damn how did it get like this and i know how it got like this and that's the worst thing too is because i have such a a contrasting philosophy i'm like man suck it up be a fucking man (laughs) yeah cut it off you know what you need to do get back into the grind yada yada you know stop being a bitch but then the other half of me is just like, yeah, we can do that. But what put us in this position to begin with? <laughs> like, like what put us here to, to the point where it is this way and it is myself. Yeah. And that's because I lacked balance. And it's like too much of anything is bad. Right. And that's yeah. we're not saying nothing new. We're not breaking through. But I, I really want people to hear, you know, people our age, like really talk about this. This is the whole point of this podcast, by the way. Is so that a it's a therapy session for any of us who got some shit going on between the three of us, or when we bring a guest in here, you know we can talk about that. But it's really just for high schoolers to talk their truth, and and when we go to college, and it'll be what college kids are going through and what is you know just keeping it real and keeping it grounded. I feel like you know that's the whole point of this podcast is just to make sure that everyone feels like their voices is heard, and that what they're going through is like, you know, everyone can say, oh, you're not alone. Well, it helps when you actually hear somebody else going through the same shit that you are. You yeah. know what I mean? You're same age, not an adult. Yeah. No offense to an adult. No, but it helps to be able to relate to somebody who's like, oh, me and you are the same for real. Yeah, especially yeah. around we, your we same age. Because I feel like I feel like with adults, there's a just a big disconnect. Like they wanna they say they know how it is, but it's just it's not the same. Well and they maybe they do, but I think adults never take into account the fact that we grew up in completely separate generations. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. The things uh, we have thank now, you. They, thank they, you. they wasn't rocking uh, iPhone 13s. Facts. No, social media not. was not Social media bro. was, it, like, we have or just so many off. tools, <laughs> but things that tear us down as well that they didn't have. Yeah. yeah. They, they probably, potentially, have had more support back then than we do now since everything is behind a screen. Yeah. yeah, but like, it's just times have changed. You can't solve problems the same way anymore, and they don't. They don't see that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And 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 I want to I want to make this like very clear as well. I you know I appreciate all the adults that like help, and and there are some of actual course. people like of all of people, you know, I, therapists and all that. I I got you, coaches like coaches for me, man. Coach OP, Coach Biddy, Coach Chunky, you know, Coach Perez, Coach Steve. I can I can I can continue naming uh what was it coach Malcolm my freshman coach all these people have taught me such crazy life lessons and and really help and 
and I value all of the things that they've taught me and, and valued a different way to look at life. However, especially when it comes to being, I'm raised by my grandparents. A lot of people know this. And if you don't, voila, here we are. Um, I'm raised by my grandparents because I was adopted by them because, um, you know, I have a great relationship with my birth mom, but, you know, not so much my birth dad. And so technically my grandpa who passed away is my great grandpa, but yeah. I just put grandpa because I don't want to overcomplicate anything. I don't want people asking questions, you know, for the people who know, they're like, oh, is it you meeting your dad? I'm like, no, no, no. So because only the people who know, then they'll ask. I'd rather have a few people ask me, hey, is it him? Rather than the whole, you know, yeah. everybody asking, oh, wow, is it, you know, yeah. yada, yada. Um. But what I was getting to is just like, I feel as though that adults have a different way of viewing it. It's, it's, you know, I, I have definitely experienced the, the party of like, you guys are so spoiled. Like you guys, you yeah. know, you guys are spoiled. You don't know what you're talking about. You guys, are, this is the soft generation, yada, yada. And, you know, it's, it's crazy because I'm just sitting here like you, you guys call us soft and yet who are the ones with the crack addicts again? <laughs> who are the meth heads? Oh, my fault. You know, who got weed legalized? Oh, oh, shit, my fault. Um, you know, whose generation has suicides, you know, on the top? Oh, yeah, who, uh, <laughs> the baby boom population? What was y'all doing? Yeah, okay. Like, don't, like, what I'm getting at is just, like, everyone has their own, like, <laughs> thing where it's just like yeah this generation's fucked every generation says that about the next generation because of something facts, else yeah. so i think it's very ironic that a lot of the and i'm not saying this for everybody by the way i'm just saying for those who like preach have it tatted on their chest like f this generation they're soft like y- y'all aren't perfect either <laughs> like, y'all y'all are not perfect either and don't try to under- act like you know you understand what we're going through just like we wouldn't understand what y'all went through, you know, like I've never been the type of person to be like, oh, well, you guys had it easy. Y'all just yada, yada, yada. Like, no, nah, like everyone has their own struggle. And I think it's crazy that what they don't understand is that they're invalidating what we're going through. Yeah. As if they've experienced it and they've overcome it. That's a different story. Like if their generation was going through what we went through and then had comments about it, maybe we'd be sitting here having a different conversation. But they didn't. Yeah, there's just a different struggle between each generation. Like this one's more mental and philosophical. Theirs was more like physical yeah. and economic based. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, like poverty. Back then, that. it was just a lot more complicated in that aspect. And for us, it's just more of the mentality. Like for us, we just since we have social media, it's like very hard. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, it's like you you know what you're doing, and you you try to fight it mentally. But it's like you just you go right back. It's like yeah. you're it's an addiction. It's yeah. a literal addiction. You're, you're addicted yeah. to it. But for the people that do find that balance and take the breaks that they need to, that's perfect for them. Like yeah. personally for me, I found like I don't know, like I'm still in my in between, but like I'm still getting to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I'm only gonna go on my phone for this amount of time and like yeah. take in this much like uh what what was it, dopamine or whatever? Serotonin. Serotonin. Like, taking that much because, you know, I don't want to rely on, like, social media to keep me happy. I want to be able to experience new things every single day uh, that, 
make me happy and make me feel fulfilled, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's all conditional, too. Like, talking about this got me thinking, like, uh... Please get closer to your mic when you Bro, talk. I'm here. No, no, what are you talking about? Up, you know, okay. you know what I'm saying? So this is going to me. Like, when you say something to your mom, like, oh, I'm starving, or... I don't know, to go deeper into like when you tell your mom you're depressed or something like that. Yeah. And they're like, how are you depressed? There's people in Africa who don't have food or water and they're happy. Like, it, it's all conditional. I've grown up. Whoa. Bro, spiking. You might want to bring down the mic. <laughs> I've grown up uh, with, just an example, I've grown up with $20 in my pocket every day. Mm-hmm. There's someone out there who's grown up with four dollars in his pocket every day, and he's his he's blessed to have six. But since I've grown up with twenty in my pocket every day, if I have six, I'm in danger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it it's all conditional. I I know what I'm used to, um, with how I've grown up. I know what I can live with and what I can live without. But when it gets to a certain point and I can't deal with it, just because someone out there, someone else in the world is dealing with it. It doesn't mean I can because I've grown up in different conditions. I'm so glad you talked about that because, man, all right, y'all want to get real? All right, bet. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned that. Um, so I, you know, without getting into too crazy of a detail, like I gotten, you know, I, I'm not, I'm no longer in a relationship, you know, mm-hmm. and it was a three it was it was a three to four year it depends on and off a long time. towards the end it was it was a very very substantial uh relationship and um bro i thank her so much for who i am today yeah like i remember like i would really because how you were talking about 20 dollars in your pocket right the thing is though is that you still went through you know, quite a bit. And that's your business to tell. I'm not going to go into it. That's that's for you to decide. But I can just say confidently, since I've known you my whole life, you, you've you been through it. You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, <laughs> so that's that's funny. That is actually funny going back in. Sorry. Um, just because we had to edit something out. Uh, but we're back. Um, but as I was saying, like, sings as though, like, what you were going through, um, I did not <laughs> like. I I'm not scared to to kind of go in and, and like talk about my upbringing. Um, you know, I was adopted by my grandparents who were both you know um, white, predominantly predominantly white. Mm-hmm. I've lived in a suburban neighborhood, um, middle class, not like upper middle, like just like. Middle. lower to mid middle class, middle class right in california yeah and um and the thing is too is like i i never really had to go through any like financial struggle i didn't have to go through financial struggle i didn't have to worry about you know someone breaking in or or when my next meal was or or who's gonna pay for the bills or you know where's the next house gonna be i, I never went through any of that and because of that i always was like fuck is you complaining about like mm. i'll literally like no matter what i was going through like i just be like man you're a bitch suck it up <laughs> you've been through nothing right and that's like 
it, that's a very conditional mindset in the sense that it can come to a benefit at times, like in certain situations. But that's a very slippery slope to go down with that mindset. But I've always feel like no matter what pain I'm going through, none of it matters because I've always experienced a level of privilege. And you know what? Fuck it. And and let alone right, my that that's that's what I can remember. But one of my birth parents, my uh, birth dad tried to kill me, <laughs> and or his mom or his grandmother. Long story short, they were out, and uh, my mom came back from work, and she found me almost dead. Uh, shaken baby syndrome essentially means somebody took me and rattled my brain. It's like a baby concussion, but it was so bad that my brain was bleeding eternally and I could have died. Um, this is very serious. This is, this is what happens, right? And I've told people who ask because I don't really care. I don't remember any of it. Um, but the doctors were like, yeah, don't expect them to walk. You know, don't expect them to talk. Don't Definitely don't expect them to have a normal life like doctors basically said you know what he'll be lucky to get a d you know we, we don't know he he'll probably be in the in the special needs classes clearly i'm i'm not there thank god um but that's like my that's my bringing i don't know my birth dad's story i don't know i, I do know his story i just don't know his parents <laughs> i don't know that side of the family and um you know for a long time i uh just never questioned it until I was, you know, hitting middle school-ish. I was just like, all right, let, let me let me open up that trauma. Let me figure out what happened to me and my family. And then that's always caused me an internal hate because I feel like I fucked up my family because, you know, the only, you know, the only reason given was that, you know, that, that family didn't want my birth dad having a kid so early. He wanted them to go to college and you know, be successful and, you know, didn't want me around. So we, I don't know who actually did it. I do know that my father killed a man um, and probably killed many more. But legally, that's why he's in jail. Uh, I've never met him. And that's such a very weird place to be in because I am now 18 years old, which means I can legally go and visit my dad in jail. That is a conversation for another day. However... You know, that is a very traumatic thing. Like, it is. Like, you know, but I don't remember any of it. I wasn't conscious enough. I have only seen the effect that it has had on the people around me. My mom, my dad, you know, my great-grandparents, my grandparents, my birth mom, who thankfully moved on. And, you know, she started her own family. And I have half-siblings. And, you know, I don't feel, like, jealous or resentment. I, I'm happy for her so that she finally got to you know, live some sort of a normalcy in her life and, and she deserves it. Um, but that left me alone, you know, didn't have any siblings. I was the only child, which people who had siblings are like, oh, you thank God, you know, you're lucky you didn't have to go through that. Well, yes and no, you know, yes, I did get gifts. I got more gifts because I didn't have to worry about anything. I, I was I was privileged with more uh, materialistic comforts, if that makes sense. Although I'm you can ask anybody. Bro, spending $10 is like pulling teeth for me. I hate spending money. I'm like the least materialistic person you'll ever meet. Um, but in terms of like a social aspect, like 
the company uh, of a sibling is nice. Yeah, like I never, I I was spent a lot of time alone, and yeah. the only interaction I had with was with adults because we lived in a neighborhood where there were no kids, nowhere. So it was literally me playing in my neighborhood all by myself, <laughs> riding my bike or pretending I'm this, that, and the other, pretending I'm a superhero. You know, just you know. And so, like, I never really, you know, deep dived into that. Um. But yeah, it's just bringing that all back because I know I went on a tangent and I apologize. Bringing that all back, it's like everyone has gone through something. And I just want to say, like, no matter who you are, where you came from, you know, what, what your story is, it is valid. It is so valid. Please never invalidate what you're going through because someone else could be going through worse, you know? What, what you're feeling, what you experience, and what you have overcome matters. It is valid. It is a show of strength. And I know there's a lot of people like me or like us or, you know, just a, just a, a teenager in, in today's times. Like, don't ever let nobody tell you that you know, you're not actually depressed or that none of that matters or you're just being a bitch or you, what you're feeling is just, you know, you're being weak or you're being soft. You're not. You're not because by the end of the day, the people who are going to make this world a better place is people who actually come to terms, internalize, analyze, confront the problems that they're going through, you know, rather than just saying, oh, whatever. No. People who really try to solve their problems and who say, you know what, I am not okay. Yeah, That's the people who are going to make a difference. Yeah, and I really, I really feel like people do not do that enough nowadays. Like they're too scared to confront things and like talk about things. Like it's really good to have an outlet where you can just like talk, express, you know, anything like that. Like, like this podcast, like. We got this to express ourselves. We have our, our guests later on that can express themselves if they want. You're not forced to do anything, but it's always, always nice to have an outlet for yourself, especially if it's talking to somebody like like family or a therapist or friends, just anybody. You know, you you really need to confront that that pain and like build on top of it. You don't want to be stuck down for too long because if you do, then, you know, it'll just it'll eat you up too much to the point where you'll just lose yourself. So you don't you don't want to do that. Yeah, I think it goes back to the generations thing, like why people don't talk about how they're feeling is because you've heard so many times. Don't show your emotion. Yeah, just hold it in. Just deal with it. But majority of people telling us that are are grandfathers fathers great grandfathers uncles like people who grew up men specifically who grew up in a different generation where they did that and it's unhealthy now it was unhealthy before but like like with the quantity of people who are just so so downhearted so stressed so anxious it's unhealthy to hold that in yeah it really is like personally for me I don't really have an outlet where I feel like I can talk to like my parents, like maybe my mom, but like, I don't know. I just, I don't want them to worry. So I just don't really yeah. tell them. 
That's fact. And, you know, like I have like maybe one, no, I would say at least three cousins that I can like talk to about like my problems and maybe my older brother. But like actual adults, like, I don't know. I feel like I can never really like explain myself because like I feel like they will take action to like say they'll like put me in like therapy when I feel like I don't want therapy like sure I could take therapy if I really did need it but you know I don't I don't feel as if I do and I just need them to listen you know Mm. like I don't I don't know I just Mm. I really struggle with that a lot and I I don't like it like one person that I really do wish I was closer with um, which when he's not in the garage is my dad. Like he's pretty cool. I love my dad so much, but like, you know, it's it's just hard to form a connection with somebody when they're just always out doing their own thing or always working and just never really paying attention to you. Still emotional relationship. Yeah, like I don't know. Like my dad, obviously my parents like helped form who I am today but like I don't know like my dad was a big part of my childhood and just now since I don't really like have him to talk to it just it crushes me sometimes because it's like damn like I wish I could just like be that little kid again and just be with dad you know yeah, that's so real like that's so real yeah, just like that's be outside so and just real. like oh, playing man. with him or just talking to him Cause like you know you, I'd be playing ball with my dad sometimes, and then we'll just like talk, mm-hmm. and like that was our way of expressing. But now we just we don't do that no more, and it's, it's really crushing because I love my dad so much, and I know he goes through so much too, because he's always working, and uh, you know like. He I feel like he, doesn't have an outlet like he, he has TikTok now and he makes a bunch of TikTok like posts and everything so that's his way of expressing it but like i wish he would like actually like talk to somebody like you know like me or like my brothers or my mom his mom anybody you know and i feel like it's just it's really i don't know just depressing because i feel like he i think that's where i get it from is my dad because he doesn't really talk about his problems and i don't really like talking about mine but when I'm open with somebody, I will. But, like, he, I don't know. He just, I don't know. I just lost my train of thought, low-key. No, nah, man, that was beautiful. Good, that was so real when you said, I just want to go back to just playing with my dad. God, man. Yeah, and, and something that, that you hit on that's so real is just, like, that almost, that that kind of, like, I don't know how to explain it, that that doubling effect that that emotion has when you keep it inside. Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to come onto this podcast and just go in and, like, just talk about everything. But literally, like, dude, talking to you guys and just talking about stuff like this and, and getting those emotions out are so much more tame than what I was feeling last night. I wrote yeah. some really hurtful shit about myself. Like, it was really bad. And I deleted it. And what, what I realized is that those emotions that you feel, those those m- moments where you're like, man, I'm not even kidding. I, I'm, I really want to kill myself or, you know what, fuck, I, I should disappear. 
or man, life would really be better without me. Those emotions are a result, you know, of you being alone in that moment, you know. And it's so important to just talk to somebody. And something that Richard said that I that I absolutely love is he, he said, I just want people to listen. I learned that was that was one of the biggest lessons I took away from the experiences that I had with friends and, and with, you know, close people of mine who are going who went through or, or going through this is that you don't always need to give advice. You don't always need to let them know, you know, oh, I've been there. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to listen. Just sit back and just let them talk. And then by the end, you'll know if they want you to, to reply. Like, they will they will ask you, what you like, think? what do you think? Or they'll be like, do you have anything to say? Or yeah. or they'll tell you to say something. But if not... Everything don't need an answer. No, don't. Mm-hmm. Just don't listening. People just need an ear, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> That's a big... People just need an ear. Your mouth your mouth does not need it. Sometimes. 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 Unless, uh, unless requested. No, nah, facts. <laughs> and, and, you know, not just because I love movies... You know, I, I watched, I rewatched Creed recently, and when Rocky told, you know, Adonis, he said, you know, you'll never learn anything if your mouth's moving, because if your mouth's moving, you're not listening, and you can never learn. Yeah. That's so real. <laughs> you is. can't, you can't learn, or you can't really know what someone's going through, or, or say that, oh, I, I hear you, I understand, if you don't genuinely listen, yeah. you know, like. You know, I, I love you guys. I love you all out there who's listening, yada, yada. But sometimes y'all just need to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> me included. Me included. Me included. Because, you know, even in this podcast, I had to shut myself up because I just want to keep talking. But it's just like, you really just got to listen to what someone says. And when I mean, yeah. like, listen, like, you're not just hearing. You're, like, internalizing what they're saying. Really thinking about what they're saying. And when you do that. And when they do open the doors and they do want you to talk to them, that's when you make a real change. And that's when you healthily help somebody when, you know, you really, you know, show care and love, in my opinion. So it is, you know, it's getting towards that time, you know, I I could keep talking about this for hours, for hours. We'll pick up another time. Another time, maybe, you know, when the time is right, but I really hope everyone out there listening could really um, relate and or take something from our conversation and really, you know, feel that. Um, Yeah, we're not doing this in the hopes of making money or being famous. Like, this literally came from the idea of like, Let's just sit down and talk about yeah, just real just shit. Express anything. <laughs> Let's that just you express want. it. And so I hope that really did help somebody out there. And and um, you know, if you are going through something, I from the bottom of my heart, everything's gonna be okay. Please reach out to somebody, please talk to somebody. And the biggest thing is just trust the people you have in your circle. Because more often than not, the fear that you're feeling in being a burden or, you know, worrying that someone won't understand, you know, sometimes, you know, the people who love you, they're going to love you no matter what. They'll stick around. Too. They'll stick around. They'll, they'll around. listen and they'll help. And if they don't, or if they don't want to hear you, or if they don't want to listen, they don't love you. Then they, you know, legit though, like those are somebody you might want to just think about. You know what? Maybe you don't have my best interest if you're not, you know, trying to be here for me. But other than that, 
Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Do you guys have any any you know final thoughts or final messages? Um, Nobody's killing themselves in here. No. Let's let's get that out of the way. Yeah. Let's get that out of the way. That's not happening. Not it, happening. It's a deep talk. We, it is a deep talk. Not everyone's <laughs> been there, but a few have. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> But I can say that personally. I can but. say that too. Yeah, so basically, everyone in this room aren't yeah. going to kill themselves, but we can definitely speak from experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, anyway. that door's not 100% closed either. I, like, you know, yeah. I mean, no. okay, it, it's going to be closed. Just, you know, work on it. But I got the key. <laughs> I got the key, though. You got the key <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> nah, that's crazy. Y'all, so that's good. Y'all, y'all feeling good about it? Yeah. All right, man. All right. Well, so this is the end. Thank you, everybody, for listening in. You know, it's been the sandbox. I hope you guys enjoy. Um, be on the lookout. Uh, as soon as episode three comes out, then we're going to start getting guests in. And I'm really excited. Um, you know. Who should we do? Uh, I already have a couple I people in mind. you guys. Pause. Whoa, pause. Resume. What? <laughs> Bro, you're just always going to use that from All right, right, you. All right everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And, and again, you know, love you guys. Really, thank you for listening. And, you know. Have a great rest of your day. Please this has been much love. This has been Richard. Omari. And that's the end of the podcast. Sandbox. Boom.